Hello, 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 and welcome. This is Talk the Plank, episode 51 of Pittsburgh Pirates podcast on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. I'm Nathan Hirsch, going at it solo today, but I'll tell you what, it's been a few weeks. It's actually been a long, it's been about six weeks, I would say, since uh, we did a pod. But after the Pirates season, we kind of took a little break, watched the playoffs a little bit. Uh, Congrats to Atlanta for winning that. Um, Boo. But um, yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be talking some Pirates baseball. And today, today is November 21st. Uh, We're about a week and a half away from the impending lockout doom. But today, the Pirates made a little splash, made a little free agent signing splash. And they signed Jose Quintana to a one-year two million dollar deal um that was reported by robert murray and john Heyman. but also shout out to uh alex stump of dk sports he had the dollar amount first i believe that's what i saw but uh yeah one year two million dollars for jose quintana as we all know as pirates fans um quintana was a big targets in the off season of 2016 or so uh, big trade target at that time he was pitching for the white Sox. um he was you know he was really good then he was a five win pitcher there was a time from 2014 to 2017 where quintana was a four to five win pitcher every single season pirates were interested in him then but he ended up getting traded to the cubs for eloy jimenez And uh, that worked terribly for the Cubs because Jimenez now for the White Sox is a 30 home run power threat who is really, really good. And Quintana obviously went to Chicago in the 2017 season, was there for a few years, but he was never his true White Sox Quintana self. Last year, though, uh, Jose played for the Angels and the Giants in all, not a great looking season. Uh, the ERA really bad, six point four three over just sixty three innings pitched. It's not like he really pitched a lot at all. Uh, interestingly enough, his strikeout rate was it was high. It was twenty eight point six percent the year before. It was at twenty nine percent, but he's always kind of sat in the low to mid 20% strikeout rate wise. His walk weight rate was way up last season, 11.8%. That would be a, that'd be a career high for him. But like I said, only 63 innings pitched. Um, ERA, ERA looked bad, but the XFIP, the XFIP 375. So under the hood a little bit, you look, there is some positives there. This is basically just a, it's a Tyler Anderson type of deal that the Pirates gave last offseason, obviously, to Anderson. That was one year, two and a half million dollars where lefty pitcher, cheap deal. If he's pretty decent, you flip him at the trade deadline. If, if you know, if the Pirates are bad, which we expect them to be pretty bad still next season, I would hope that they take a step up and uh, don't lose 100 games but it's still going to be pretty bad. There's no expectation to actually win. So Quintana comes in, 
You know, he'll eat innings. He might be the opening day starter, honestly. If I had to guess right now, you look at the rotation, it's it's him. It's uh, I can't even think of anyone else right now, to be honest. But he might be their best starting pitcher at this point. Um, you know, you look at it. Who the heck were the Pirates starters? Why am I drawing such a blank on such a simple question? Um I'll get to that in a second. You know, Miguel Yajure, we'll see what Stephen Brault's all about. We'll see Chad Cool, perhaps. Um, you know, just a, just a whole bunch of meh. But, uh, yeah, Quintana signs with the Pirates. And he's going to be he's going to be eating some innings. He is. He really is. Um, just looking at it now. Okay, I got the starters. Mitch Keller. How could I forget about Mitch Keller? He was probably the best starter last season. But, yeah, you look at the rotation. It's going to be Quintana, Mitch Keller, Yohure, perhaps, perhaps Bryce Wilson. I got the list now, folks. We're all set. I mentioned Cole and Brawl. We'll see what happens with them. Hopefully we don't get to see a lot of Will Crow. I don't know. Uh, Rolandi Contreras. I'm sure he's going to start the season in AAA, but he'll be called up at some point. There are some names. JT Brubaker, how could I forget? He had maybe the worst second half of a baseball season that I can remember from a starting pitcher. But, uh, yeah, that's that's some of the pitchers. Quintana will add to that list. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pirates added maybe another starter. Um, once again, same one year, two to four million dollars perhaps uh i personally wouldn't mind if they brought back tyler anderson who's a free agent again but yeah add something the pirates the biggest thing with them is they just need filler they need innings eaten pretty much and uh quintana will come over if he could stay healthy he will do just that i like the signing overall i think this is your classic Cheap Pirates starting pitching deal, then it'll work out similarly to Tyler Anderson last year. I think uh, if he's able to stay healthy, the peripherals look pretty decent. And once again, PNC Park, big left field. The righties will have trouble mashing him because of that big left field. And if he can hold the uh, left-handed hitters at bay, which he should, PNC Park will definitely help a pitcher like Jose Quintana so um I I I like the deal overall I really do it's a nice little deal and we'll see we'll see what happens it's a pretty early signing for the Pirates I would say November 21st there really have not been a lot of signings in general and uh yeah the Pirates shake up the starting pitcher market right here with two million to Quintana not in the grand scheme of things, it's not really a splashy move. It's more of a, it's more of a dribble. But um, hey, as someone who talks about the Pirates, it's uh, I, I like it. I think it's a pretty nice deal. Um, other Pirates news. I mean, we we've had some Pirates news over the past few weeks. Just this past Friday, the Pirates shaped up their forty-man roster and. You know, honestly, I, I don't think there's much uh, of a surprise. Lever uh, Paguero was added, as was Cannon Smith. Mm. Jigba, sorry. <laughs> and Jack Swinski. They were all added to the 40-man roster. 
some people may be a little surprised that Mason Martin was not added to the 40-man roster. Personally, I'm not. I don't really see how any team is going to take Mason Martin as a Rule 5 draft candidate. I mean, he he has the power potential for sure. Um, 22 home runs at AA last year, plus an additional three at AAA. He did slug... You know, 480 and double A. His double A slash line over 471 plate appearances, 242, 318 on base, which you don't love that, and the 481 slugging, which you'll take that. Big time power. But the thing is, struck out 34% of the time at double A this season. And in his limited 27 plate appearances at triple A, he struck out a ton there as well, 37%. So. He has a chance, but it's it's the big debate with Mason Martin. On one hand, the home run power is absolutely legit. The raw power is absolutely legit. Fangraphs has his raw power rated as a 70 on the 20 to 80 scale. So legit power. But the thing is, the hit tool, meh. You'd like to see someone like him have a better eye, perhaps walk more. Didn't really see that a lot this past season. The big thing, though, is the guy needs to cut back majorly on the strikeouts. Um, 30% okay as, like, a major league hitter. That's kind of my highest threshold. I really don't like having players that strike out more than 30% of the time. Um, but, Martin, if you're in double-A, striking out almost 35% of the time, it's it's going to be hard to, you know, strike out less moving forward. But we'll see if he's able to do that next season. And we'll see. I, I don't think that he's going to be picked up by anyone else. I think he's safe to uh, stay with the Pirates this upcoming season. But we will see. Cal Mitchell also was not protected. Cal Mitchell, that's an interesting one. Interesting one. Um Last season, he hit 279, 328, 423. Mitchell's decent. He's probably not the uh, the greatest um, outfield prospect in the system. I mean, you look at it, the Pirates pretty much made a decision not to protect Cal Mitchell, so they could protect Jack Sawinski, who uh, was part of the Adam Frazier trade this past season. So and it kind of tells you a little something, but... Yeah, the 40-man roster is all set. And um, sadly, for all you Michael Perez fans out there, to make some room, he was DFA'd. And uh, yeah, sorry, Michael Perez. The Pirates will be in the market, I would assume, to add... Another catcher, I mean, he was their catcher last season. As of right now, Jacob Stallings is the only catcher on the Pirates' 40-man roster. He'll be the starter next season for sure, unless you never know if they decide to trade him or not. But, uh, yeah, the Pirates need another catcher as well. Goodbye, Michael Perez. Sorry. Sorry to you and your 150 batting average. Um, I hope you find success, success elsewhere. Some other some other things here with the Pirates. Um, there's been 
there's been some chatter. There's been some chatter of a potential Brian Reynolds. Is this the time to trade him? Uh, other teams are interested in trading for Brian Reynolds big time, as they should be. You look at it, he has four more seasons of control. He just got some MVP votes, although I'll say he kind of got snubbed a bit in the MVP race. I believe he finished 11th, which not great, but, I mean, at the end of the day, who actually cares about your favorite player finishing, your team's best player finishing not first in MVP voting. I mean, it's funny how baseball in general has like 15 slots or whatever to vote for MVP. Like we have these writers deciding, oh yes, this is, he was 13th in my MVP ballot. It just, that makes me laugh. But Reynolds did receive some votes, some seventh place votes, I believe was his, uh, his highest, but yeah. Anyway, I got off track there a little bit. Congrats to Brian Reynolds. They want a good season. Four more years of control. Last season, five to five and a half win player, depending where you look at war. He is legit. And I will say this. I personally do not want to see the Pirates trade Brian Reynolds. But I will say, if they have no intentions of signing him to a a contract extension um beyond these four years then now would actually be the perfect time to trade brian reynolds his value is not going to be higher as the years of control dwindle the value goes down even if he does maintain his production which i don't want to be uh mr debbie downer over here miss debbie downer but I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Reynolds didn't have the type of season that he had last season, next season. Um, he had an incredible season. That's all there is to it. So to expect that every season, that's, that's kind of a tall task, but I mean, I would, I would love to see it. Obviously what I'm saying though, his value right now, trade wise is at an all time high. And this might be the highest it, it will be. I don't want to see him traded, but I want to see him receive a contract extension. And if that's not the case, do we really expect the Pirates are going to be, are they going to be World Series contenders at all over the next four years? When you look at the window, if everything works out with these prospects, if if Contreras is a Cy Young candidate, if uh, Quinn Priester is a solid ace as well if O'Neill Cruz hits 45 home runs in two years you know if Nick Gonzalez wins a batting title blah 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 if everything goes right are the Pirates is their window to win a World Series anytime in these next four years I mean you look at it next year no definitely not the year after no the year after is probably when we'll see the most improvement 23 that's when most of the prospects will be up and it will be time to see what they actually have. Um, 23, they could potentially, you know, some teams do break out early. You think of the 2015 Cubs, uh, a team like that, perhaps even the White Sox last year into this year. Teams do do that. And the Pirates could be on that type of trajectory 
in two years. But I still think that is that's a tall task. And then you have the two years after that, 24 and 25. That's when Reynolds will still be with the team um, under, you know, the current rules, which disclaimer, side note, who knows what those rules will look like in a few months. If there's a new CBA, we'll see. That's a whole totally different conversation. But yeah, I just think if the Pirates can get a huge, the trade haul that they would need to receive for Reynolds now would have to be astronomical. That's the other caveat. Uh, they need they need a top ten prospect in the game, or they need a team's top prospect for sure. Maybe their fifth best prospect as well. They need a haul, a huge, huge haul. Um, and I, I don't think teams are going to be willing to, they're not going to be willing to do that. And I don't think Reynolds will be traded, but, uh, if, if they did receive a really crazy offer and they don't plan on extending him, which once again, they need to, they need to have a plan to extend him. They absolutely have to, um, once again, we'll see what happens with the CBA talks. But even if they buy out an extra two years of his of his uh, free agent eligible seasons, that's kind of that's kind of how Pirates extensions work. You think of Andrew McCutcheon, um, two years of his free agency was bought out. Same with Starling Marte. Same with Gregory Polanco. Same with even Josh Harrison. When the Pirates extend their guys. They usually buy out two extra seasons beyond the original six seasons under team control. So that's that's the type of extension I would I would expect. Honestly, if I had to like ballpark it right now, you think about it, Reynolds, I would give him I would give him six years and six years a hundred, perhaps. Because you think about it, the first four are um, arbitration. Well, next season he'll probably make two or so million, but the three arbitration eligible seasons will probably be in the seven to ten million dollar range. Especially if he's good, if he keeps getting better, it could be in the twelve to you know ten to twelve million dollar range. But let's just say the first four years, we'll say that's about four years and. $35 $35 million. Then you buy, well, actually, yeah, doing the math now, it might not take $100 million. You, you do the math. First four years, four, I'm kind of rambling here, sorry. But first four years, $4 million, or uh, four years, we'll just say $40 million. We'll just make it easy. And then you're buying out the additional two um, free agent seasons, and I would put that at about $20 million a year for those two seasons. So six years, $80 million. So that seems pretty fair to me. Again, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, don't trade Brian Reynolds unless it's for the world. Um, let's see. Looking around here, there was there was a Yoshi update last week that the two sides were at least talking. So we'll see. Bring back Yoshi Tsutsugo 100%. I would love to see that. Uh, he brought some much, much, much needed power to the Pirates last season over the final six weeks or so. So, yeah, Yoshi, once again, 
a deal for him. What does that look like? Probably one year for like three to five million dollars, perhaps something like that. That is my guess. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if he is brought back. Other than that, though, um, I guess we could talk a little bit about the um, Arizona Fall League that has been going on. And Rowanzi Contreras has been really awesome, uh, as has Jihan uh, Bay. He's been pretty solid as well. Uh, Nick Gonzalez, Cannon Smith, Jigba. I'm so sorry. First pod in a while. I got to get the names down. But, uh, yeah, Arizona Fall League. Everyone, everyone's been doing pretty well. They really have. The Pirates have had good production out of their players in the Arizona Fall League. And any anytime you, you get a chance to see prospects progress through leagues such as the Arizona Fall League, that is great to see. And, uh, you know, we're just still waiting. We are still waiting for these players to make their way up to the big leagues and – 2022, I mean, some steps forward will be taken. Contreras, by the end of the season, by June, hopefully, should be with the Pirates, as should O'Neill Cruz. Plus, you have Cabrian Hayes still getting better. You have Reynolds doing his thing. By the end of next season, it's going to look like it's going to look like a ball club. It is. There's going to be some players and hopefully they work out and continue to progress and get better. Blah, 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 blah. We all know what needs to happen, but if it does rotation, you're looking at it, you're looking Contreras. Um, he'll be up Miguel. You're hurry. We'll see what he can do over a full season in the lineup. You have a nice core of Cruz, uh, Reynolds and, Sorry, Hayes, that's a nice that's a nice core to start with. Then you go down a little bit. You have the single-A team last season. They'll be in double-A. You'll have Nick Gonzalez. You'll have Paguero. You'll have Quinn Priester pitching as well. They will all be called up. And we're getting there, folks. We are getting there. When Ben Sherrington took over this club, there was nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, uh, Priester was there, as was uh, Cruz. But beyond that, not a lot. So we're getting there. We are getting there. And uh, once again, Jose Quintana signed with the Pirates this for the 2022 season, if that happens. We'll see. Um, one year, two million dollars. If I had to guess, he is the he's the opening day starter. I I think he is. And uh, to all my gamblers out there, I'm looking at it right now. DraftKings has the Pirates to win the World Series in 2022 at plus twenty thousand. So if you put a dollar down, uh, you'd win what two. 200 no you i think you'd win two thousand dollars i think i don't know i'm all over the place right now but uh some other players that were not uh protected via added being added to the 40-man roster was eddie yeen 
Tanaj Thomas, Omar Cruz, all pretty much they kind of struggled last season. So it's Thomas was decent, but uh, those those players are not at risk of being taken away by another club by any means. So that's that's all right by that. Um, yeah, I think we will we'll wrap things up there. Jose Quintana, he's a pirate. He is going to be with Pittsburgh next season. Um, do not trade Brian Reynolds unless it is for the world. And 40-man shaping out. Everything's good. I'm Nathan Hirsch. Follow me on Twitter at Nathan underscore Hirsch. H-U-R-S-H is how you spell the last name. Obviously, follow Bucks Dugout at Bucks Dugout. That's all one word. We're churning out the content. We're writing these articles up about the latest Buckos news. And, uh, yeah, we'll have it for you. And the pod, I I think, depending on news and what's going on, I'm thinking once a week from here on out through throughout the offseason. This is kind of me just spitballing to you right now, but I'm thinking once a week. It might not always be news. It might be fun things like we've always talked about doing the all-time pirates draft or things like that past historical topics whatever anything pirates related we could pot about it so uh we we plan to be back and doing doing more pods throughout the offseason obviously we'll see though we'll see how long the offseason lasts i really don't have a ton of confidence right now that there's not going to be a lockout, but we'll see. We will see. I'll I'll try to uh, try to stay optimistic, but right now it doesn't really look great. Um, so I guess kudos to the Pirates for cashing in and getting a getting a starting pitcher while they can, while players are still available to be signed. But we will see. Uh, everyone. Thank you for listening. As always, Talk the Plank, episode 51. Go Pirates, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your days. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And, uh, yeah, we we will be back. Hopefully we'll have, uh, we'll have Jake Slobodnik back as well. He'll be podding here with me, and uh, we'll be talking about goes. Everyone, have a great rest of your day, and peace.